Welcome to the Dell Retail Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about retail digital transformation. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Retail Power Chat. And today we're going to explore the world of using AI to drive profitability and manage loss prevention in retail with Dell partner Malong. And our guest is Mr. Matt Scott, who is the CEO and co-founder of Malong. How are you doing today, Matt? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing very well and great to have you back on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? Absolutely. I hail from New York, worked at Microsoft and Microsoft Research for about 10 years. Then I started this company, Malong Technologies, which focuses on computer vision for retailers and solving interesting problems like loss prevention. Matt, we've had you on the podcast before, but let's get an update. What are the major new trends you are seeing in retail and what issues are still persisting? Sure. So self-checkout is really exploding as a trend for retailers around the world. There's been surveys that show that retailers approximately will have about 65% or so of their checkout lanes being self-checkout by 2022. The majority of checkout will be self-service. Of course, this is to eliminate checkout lines, and there's various approaches to reducing the lines, but self-checkout seems to be the one technique that is prevailing. But as self-checkout does emerge more and more on the scene, actually loss occurs even further. So uh, loss here means inventory loss or another name in retail, it's, it's called shrinkage. At self-checkout, as more of these units are being deployed, there's about a 35% to 150% higher shrinkage occurring than when there was just traditional staff lanes. But of course, retailers still want to go with self-service because the customer experience is better. So there's this tension here between shrinkage and a better customer experience. Well, it's interesting. I know I used to avoid self-service lanes because they were typically not very well behaved. If I looked at it funny, I got the attendant called over. But today I seek out self-service lanes because they seem to work a lot better, don't they? Yeah, they they do. But you just mentioned it. It's totally right that they sometimes misperform in terms of false alarming, saying that, for example, you didn't scan an item because it uses typically a weight sensor. And if there's a difference in the weight that it doesn't expect, it'll alarm. But normally this is something that's not very accurate to do it that way. So this is a real issue. And and why retailers do add these scales and, and do care a lot about loss is because the profit margins for retailers are really thin. It's about 2 to 2.5% profit margin, but shrinkage or inventory loss accounts for also about 2% or so of revenues. Of that shrinkage percentage, the majority is actually theft, staff theft and customer theft, and about 35% or so is customer theft. And as self-checkout becomes more prominent, it will be more of the reason why theft is occurring. So a better solution is definitely needed. So let's get into the topic of AI and ML. How are AI and ML helping retailers become more efficient, especially when we think about the challenges of self-checkout? As I mentioned, the traditional approach to anti-theft was using a weight sensor. So a very traditional sensing techniques. There's more expensive techniques such as magnets or RFIDs. But for the majority of products, for example, in a grocery, there's no addition of extra tags. So it's really just looking at weight. But 
because the false positives are so high, typically we see something 20%, even 50% of transactions having a false positive. It really breaks the whole point of self-checkout. As I mentioned earlier, the greatness of self-checkout, the great benefit of it is it is a better customer experience. It eliminates lines, et cetera. But if the customer has to be interrupted with a false alarm, there's no point then. And also for shoplifters, there's no deterrent effect if there's so many false positives. So what's the best way forward to address this issue? The new approach is to use artificial intelligence and computer vision to actually solve this problem by having a camera overhead. And this is what we have as part of our loss prevention solution called Retail AI, where we have a camera overhead and we're pumping video into a Dell server in the back of the store, which is basically observing the products. It has nothing to do with people, just observing the movement and identification of products and making sure that they're being scanned properly. And this cuts down dramatically on false alarms. So again, I mentioned the weight sensor approach is about 20% false alarms. And actually our approach is about 0.2%. So about 100 times better in terms of not having a false alarm. This is the new approach and this is where we're going. Matt, last time we had you on to talk about your loss prevention solutions, and you just touched on one. Can you take us through a refresher of your products? Sure. There's primarily two products. So there's Retail AI Fresh and Retail AI Protect. Retail AI Fresh is actually computer vision for the fresh weighing stations, which are for weighing fruits, vegetables, dry goods, rice, beans, etc., in a clear plastic bag and choosing the right item on the screen. So basically, Fresh is about ensuring not only making it easier for customers to select the right item by using computer vision to narrow down the possible options by observing what the product is in the clear plastic bag, but also has additional loss prevention technologies on top of that, such that if the wrong button is clicked, there's actually an assistant would be alerted to actually help the customer. So that's Retail AI Fresh. And then Retail AI Protect is actually the solution mentioned earlier about loss prevention at self-checkout and and also now at staff lanes. But at self-checkout, this is the technology that's, again, having a camera overhead and observing the product movement as it's being scanned and ensuring it does get properly scanned. And if not, pauses the transaction so that an associate or staff member can come and assist the customer. So I know you've been hard at work. Tell us what's new since the last time we talked about these products. Sure. There's three major things I would like to talk about that's new since last time we spoke. Number one, significantly better accuracy. Nudging is another aspect that we've implemented. Nudging is a more customer-friendly approach to this tech. And finally, we also work on not just self-checkout, but the traditional checkout lanes as well. So that's another aspect that's new. I'd like to double-click on each of those if you don't mind. So let's start with better accuracy. What have you changed? How are you driving better accuracy? What makes us different than other AI companies is that we're not just applying the engineering of AI or taking off-the-shelf models or techniques. We're actually inventing new approaches and new algorithms, and we do basic research in computer vision. Just as an example, one of the primary improvements actually come from one of the works we just published at CVPR, Computer Vision Pattern Recognition, which is a new technique, a new algorithm for object tracking. We'll make available to your listeners a link so that they can download the paper that we published. And it really shows on benchmarks, actually, now this is the new state of the art. This is not just the state of the art for retail-related tech. This is actually the state of the art for object tracking. The paper has more information and also the comparison to previous state-of-the-art. Can you take us a little bit deeper into the technique for achieving this better accuracy and why it's important? 
There's a variety of different tasks involved in computer vision for solving for loss prevention. One of them is object recognition. So you need to know the product. Another name is product recognition. When there's a camera overhead watching what product is being scanned, you need to have the ability from the system's view to verify or audit that what is visually or apparently being scanned is actually the product being scanned. Another technology, and a very important one, is object tracking or visual object tracking, which is observing the trajectory of the product as it moves throughout space and time on the flatbed scanner. There's basically two techniques for object tracking. There's a first technique, which is very traditional, not really using at all the modern approach of deep learning. It's using more optical flow or these lower-grade computer vision approaches. Another approach is a deep learning approach, typically using something called a Siamese-based tracker, which is a deep learning technique that uses actually two streams, the target itself and, and also the image at large, and essentially interrupts between them to compute the trajectory. But we came up with a better approach called deformable Siamese attention networks for visual object tracking. Well, that sounds like a mouthful. Can you explain that a little more? The key idea that we're bringing forward now is using attention in the task of object tracking. And so what that really means is that we're using more context via spatial attention. So we're not just looking exactly at the bounding box over a particular product. We're looking at the context at large. And how we were able to implement that, and there's information in the paper on this, is these techniques in deep learning are generally all based on something called convolutional neural networks. A convolutional neural network uses a, a convolutional operator, essentially a square filter that passes through an image. We actually use something different, a deformable operator. So it's not square. It's actually something that's much more flexible and can capture the larger context to enable this attention approach. And it yields a significant improvement over the previous state of the art. On some benchmarks, it's actually 11% higher than the previous state-of-the-art. We didn't just do this on a research level. We've productized this and operationalized it in our loss prevention products. Let's move on to nudging now. And I know nudging is not a physical nudging because that would violate social distance rules. But tell us what you mean by nudging and how does that work? In a loss prevention solution, we don't want to necessarily be confrontational with the customer or to make them feel uncomfortable in general. It's possible that they made a mistake when they were scanning, and we don't necessarily want to alert if there was a mistake. The concept of nudging is to nudge a customer in the right direction, to let them know that this type of technology, this computer vision is actually working. And so it sets them along the right path to correct their error and potentially avoid shoplifting if they think that there's no actual uh, anti-theft tech involved. So nudging, essentially what it means is it's just that on the first alert, there's no actual alert to the staff that's generated. It's an alert just for the customer to see that the system was able to pick up a miss scan or ticket switching operation, which are common forms of scan fraud. It's an option for retailers to use, and it's something we think that improves the customer experience as well as avoiding too much intervention by staff. So it frees up staff as well, and I think it's a win-win for both customer and retailer. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two where Matt dives deeper into what's new in staffed lane monitoring, updates us on Malong's partnership with Dell and NVIDIA, and shares a customer story, how Malong coaches customers to get started with AI and loss prevention, where to find more info, and final thoughts.